a five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Flowing with Famous, your all Fresno podcast where we break down all of the happenings in our great city. I am your uh, host-ish, Joshua uh, Tihi, and with me always is Mike from the Dorktown Network of Podcasts, Mike. Hey. Hello. You're the ho- and, host. Host. Uh, w- There's no uh, ish. Don't would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to over. I never want to overstep my boundaries. <laughs> you're just, like, you're just too cordial. And then you're like, podcast. dude, I do all the fucking work. Get out of here. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, and we have guests oh. on this episode. And anyone who has listened to this show for any amount of time should be able to already know just by us saying we have guests who the guests are. Um, Because we don't ever have guests except for these two fine gentlemen uh, who reach out at least once a year and um, just to to, uh, plug some stuff and be on the show. And we always say yes because how can we not? Rocky and Brian from Sweet Fest. And other things. Hey. Hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Good morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's sort of a, I feel like a little bit of a bittersweet, and we'll have to uh, figure out a way to continue to have you guys uh, keep coming on, because this is going to be the final Sweet Fest. The final yeah. sweep fest. Indeed. Um, I was just thinking about it as you were talking about that. Have you guys ever gotten like feedback of like, why are these assholes on here? <laughs> or oh, I don't think so. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, just nonstop. Since if we are your only guests, they're like, why? Please stop that. Yeah, uh, right. You guys everything. never have guests. And then the two that you choose. <laughs> no, there's zero, zero negative feedback. It's all, yeah. all positive. It's great because somewhere along the line, and I'm not even, I don't remember exactly when, but somewhere along the line, like, you know, we had you guys on and uh, it was great and we had a great time. And obviously it, you guys had a great time. And so uh, you just keep, keep, keep coming back. And it's just like the only people, A, who like seem to want to be on the show, although maybe there are some who just don't want to <laughs> ask. Um, and then maybe that we, the only people we can stand or who, uh, I feel like understand where like have a similar sense of uh, the world and and of Fresno. So it's always fun to have you guys on and and chat it up. Yeah, we also had Andrew Jans on that one time. <laughs> oh, that is true. Yeah, if you're you, him, right? If you want to win a, a, a political office, do not come on the show. Or if you're hey. if you're a rival, try and get them booked on the show. <laughs> booked on the show. <laughs> but here's the thing: Andrew Jans has not done bad for himself. No, he's, since he's, he's, he's been the attorney now. Yeah. yeah. So he hasn't done bad for himself since being on the show. <laughs> I don't. The, I don't. I don't feel mayor. for him. Um. The famous boost works in mysterious ways. It does. It does. <laughs> we boosted you out of one thing and into another. I wonder I'm if anything say, would be different if Andrew why. Jans was mayor right now. Do you think anything would be different? You ever thought about that? Oh, yeah. I don't know what it would be. Like, yeah, I, I don't know either. That thought, but I definitely know it would be different. You guys would be the directors of uh, Fresno, <laughs> official directors of Fresno Podcast. Oh, man. There you <laughs> go. Got in there. We could have had a spot in the city. Good. No, 
That would be bad news. Podcasting. We would from have a city hall uh, lobby. Yeah, meeting. we'd have one of those six months runs, six months runs where it would be like everything's going great, and then one of us would probably say something, and then we'd just disappear, and everyone would be like, "What happened to the? Who knows?" Yeah, but everyone would know. Um, okay, so I we skipped over the the big main news here, which is that the uh, Sweet Fest after this last uh, round is going to be done. So uh, I want to get into the whys of it all, but right now just um, tell people all the info they need to know in case they, you know, everyone wants to come out and see this final one or put a suite together, all that good stuff. Yeah, Sweet Fest 23, the 15th year of Sweet Fest. Uh, coming up November 17th, Friday, November 7th, or yeah, Friday, November 17th. Mm-hmm. I got to get my dates right. At the <laughs> Tower Theater. Uh, if you want to submit something, that would be amazing. And the deadline for that's uh, Monday, November 6th by midnight. Okay. So still got uh, a month plus. You do. Little, depending on who's when you're listening to this. A little, it's actually the weekend before Thanksgiving, right? Is that... Yeah, the, uh, the actual, yes. Yes. that's a little earlier than I feel like it usually is. I feel like there's always Thanksgiving to have your last second. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, your big push. Of, uh, yeah, we it's moved around over the years. I mean, yeah, once when we used to do Sweet Fest twice a year, it was May and November pretty right. consistently. Then we switched to once a year, and we kind of hovered around. It's always been in the fall, but like yeah, November sometimes December. I think the last couple of years have been December. But that's just I, how it worked out with the Tower Theater's availability. Right. Uh, I feel silly asking because I assume that everyone who listens to this podcast probably knows already. But can you, like, give the brief rundown of what Sweet Festival is? It's been yeah. – this. the funny thing about having something around for 15 years is that, like, at a certain point, like, I feel, I feel like some of it gets lost, like, you know, up through the first – Eight years, it's like, ah, we don't need to remind people what it is. But then after that, at a certain point, it's like, well, we probably need to because there's a probably a whole new generation of people who are just coming into what this thing even is. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yes, what Sweet Fest basically is a film festival here in Fresno that we started to kind of promote the filmmaking community. Uh, the idea of Sweetie and the name Sweet comes from the Be Kind Rewind film by Michel Gondry, uh, starring Jack Black and Most Def. And basically, they worked at a video store, they erased all the tapes, they want to rent videos, so they started remaking the videos to rent out to the community. And uh, they were little crappy versions of the video, so their excuse is why they were crappy is because they were like this, they were the versions from Sweden, so they were Sweden. They were sweet. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's where the name kind of comes from, and we've just kind of took that concept of remaking movies with your friends and family, and so we pushed it here in Fresno, and you know it's been since 2008 we've been doing the, the festival. Yeah. We get entries from all around the world. Obviously, we get a lot of entries locally, but then you know Sweet Fest as a idea kind of started spreading, and there's Sweet Fests across the country now. There's been Sweet Fests around the world, and it's been kind of growing. It's this little phenomenon. It's a low barrier to entry. And no pressure, uh, so I think it makes it a lot more accessible. And it's been, yeah, little phenomenon. YouTube has kind of helped, kind of spread the word. So sure. And, and when it started, so this, I mean, the the idea kind of of people like people doing it started uh, kind of as part of the the uh, promotion or the publicity for the the film, right? 
Um, but now, I mean, it's so crazy because if you think about in the time that you've been doing this, like the idea of these kinds of of parodies of pop culture, either whether it's movies or TV, but it, like now that it's just so normal, it feels like it's real normalized. You see it all the time with the wherever all this. Uh, but at when you guys started this, I mean, that was a new crazy thing of of like how do you even begin to make a your version of this film if all you have is a you know set well at that time just some sort of weird digital camera and you know for you guys cardboard or or whatever you might be using like yeah stuff yeah. i pulled out of my closet i mean sweeting as a concept wasn't even it was a thing before this movie be kind of rewind. It just wasn't called sweeting, you know, mm -hmm, it was, it was mm -hmm. a parody. You know, you have space balls, you know, that that's essentially the sweet. Sure. Yeah. 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 So it was just, you know, Michelle Gondry putting a new spin on, you know, what is a parody. And you know, there were certain factors like Swedes are super, super low budget and just use like household items and whatever's like laying around in a trash heap, <laughs> you know, you turn that into a prop. So some of that is kind of unique to sweeting, but, but yeah, largely it's, it's just a parody, a spoof, you know, something like think, that. When we started too, I think, um, you know, YouTube was barely kind of taken off and anyone in the backyard and make their movies, but like, there was never a platform to present. You show it to your family, maybe in the living room, like, right. hey, come over and watch this one I made. And I think you what... Uh, plug your giant uh, recorder into the VCR or whatever. So, yeah, people oh, were missing stuff, but but kind of with the age of the internet kind of gave everyone a platform, and I think that's what helped SweetFest kind of grow, too, is that it, there was confinement, and there were rules of just like, okay, um, I'm going to make something, and then what do I do with it? Now I have a, a platform to present it to other people, and other people can see it. Now people are doing that on TikTok, and you know it has its own rules of just like timing, and like there's so many other things. So I think when we started, because of the YouTube generation, it was kind of like taken off, and now it's just exploded to something completely different with all the other platforms, uh, Snapchat and TikTok and everything. So I think that kind of just helped, and you know, there's so many other parodies and stuff like that going on, and people remaking movies on those platforms too. Um, but for us, what I think makes it unique is that it's one thing to watch it on your phone, but it's it's a whole other thing of watching it, in, you know, with an audience, a live mm -hmm. audience on the screen. So I think that's what makes Sweetfest unique. Definitely. Uh, and so then the question becomes: After 15 years, uh, stepping stepping away, stepping aside, what what why now? What was the sort of decision? And were you guys like? Uh, crying when it happened? Was it uh, heartfelt? I was crying. Speaking as someone who uh, has done, has been through this situation before, you know, me and Mike uh, helped put on a music festival for, I don't know, however many years it ran. Um, and then there came a point where it was like, ah, we just, I, we can't do it anymore. We don't like whatever, whatever. Um, you know, I, I get why that, that might happen, but what was the, the conversations for you guys like? Well, I think uh, there's been several times over the last 15 years when we're like, hmm, is this the last year? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, do we right. want to keep doing this? I mean, at one point, Rocky almost moved away. And I felt like, oh, gosh, yeah, that's probably a natural end if one yeah. of us is uh, exiting the project. But um, it, it did, yeah, that didn't happen. And we just kept on going. 
but uh, I think 15 is a good number, right? <laughs> it's a good sure, number yeah. to go out yeah. on. 15 years. So, uh, you know, and I, I'll, you know, Rocky, you could jump in, but uh, I don't see this as the end necessarily. I just see it as an evolution because mm-hmm. we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be here in Fresno and we've got a lot of cool stuff planned for next year. It's just not exactly sweet fest. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, I think, yeah. I think that's kind of the the thing is that we, we've been, the question we've been asking ourselves, is like, how does sweet fest grow from here? Like, and we found limitations, especially with the name and the concept of like sweetie. And it's, it's always like a thing of like explain it to people because it's, you know, it's tied to this movie in 2008 that, you know, no one really saw. <laughs> so there is a lot of baggage that comes with the name Sweetie. And we've talked about how does Sweet Fest evolve? And we couldn't come up with a way that we think we could keep the Sweet Fest name going at the same concept and the same format. Um, so we're just like, let's just kind of like, you know, sunset this version of it. And uh, we're but like Brian said, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be very active here and we have something cool plan. And we're just trying to see Ooh. what the solution of like the okay. film community in Fresno is. So, um, yeah. And, and Sweetie might be a part of that somehow. Uh, but, you know, as far as Sweet Fest, as as it's been for going on for the last 15 years, it's kind of going to go away. And, you know, we'll, we'll see where the, the future takes us here in Fresno. So we're not going anywhere. Good, good. Are you ready to reveal? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are working on one quote unquote final Swede that, I mean, are you uh, that maybe putting more energy into than you normally would be, or maybe not? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we're, we're, we've been, we're in heavy talks right now to see what we're doing. Uh, but yeah, we, we don't have anything to reveal on that form oh, on that good. front right now, but, uh, yeah, we'll 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 be doing something cool, no doubt. You gotta be there. You gotta be there. You gotta be there. So, um, for so you guys have done a bunch of really cool things, Swedes of your own that have sort of gotten national attention, and um, and you know we don't necessarily need to talk about it, but if someone's listening and doesn't know, um, I want to be a guest to send them somewhere where they can see these things or get some, you know, so even if it's like Google, I don't know what, what should people Google so they can find out like, um, what you guys have done, like how, how cool our it YouTube, is. To, yeah. Our YouTube channel is dumb drum. So if you just go to dumbdrum.com, that'll like take you right there. Cool. All right. Yeah. You can see all our old stuff and you know, you can, uh, I assume even if you just Google Dumb Drum, you probably see yeah. our stories from, you know, random our stuff that has happened over the years with our with our Swedes as well. Good right. yeah. The, uh, the national TV spots. Is your Good Morning America <laughs> appearance uh, on there somewhere? Our, uh, I don't know if the Good Morning, we, we didn't put the Good Morning America thing on YouTube. Yeah. But not, yeah, you might be able to find it, it somewhere. Still has to be, it has to be out there, right? Yeah. yeah, I have yeah. it on my on my, res, on my site, but yeah, you can find it out there if you just Google uh, Fresno or GMA, I don't know, Star Wars maybe? <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. It's yeah, funny though, know. our first Sweden uh, trailer that kind of went viral was uh, the Avengers. When right, the Avengers, uh-huh. the mm-hmm. first Avengers came out, 2011, uh, or at least that was when the trailer came out. And, uh, you know, that blew up to the point where NPR did an interview with Michel Gondry, the director of oh, B-91. Uh-huh. We're like, hey, look, these guys are 
<laughs> when it was uh, three, four years after the movie had came out, you kind of rewind. Like, hey, these guys are still doing it and they've got this <laughs> film festival, Sweet Fest. What do you think about all this? And he said, uh, I think these guys missed the point of my movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, I've still got that recording from FDR, too. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, imagine, though. So imagine you make this movie. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and, and whatever it's, it does well or not or whatever it is. And then, uh, you've, you move on with your life and four or five years later, uh, someone calls in and is like, Hey, remember that movie you did? There's these people who are like really obsessed with it and they're like <laughs> spent all this time, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like that would be a, uh, that would be such a weird thing but to just are, randomly how, I think, get a call like that. You I know? think Michelle well, Gondry's French, wrong. So, you know, it's French, his French uh, humor, <laughs> sarcasm, sarcasm. I mean, I guess. true, true, I guess. <laughs> what did, yeah. what is it, but what, <laughs> what did he think well, you were getting wrong about it? That's what I'm... Well, it, I think if you movie, watch the movie, at the okay. end of the movie, you know, they, they stop parroting or sweeting movies and they make an original movie like they get the whole community together and they make an original movie about fats waller the jazz musician uh who uh, it turned out didn't didn't really exist but that that's like part of the story of the movie but the point was they made something original so he's like they missed the point of my movie they're idolizing like the sweeted films when they should be making something original right so maybe now after 15 years you win michelle gondry you win (laughs) Well, it's over. We're killing it. <laughs> well, no, I, and I always, I mean, so I, and I understand that point. And I always thought uh, similarly that, um, you know, I, what I would like to see, like, I would love to see you guys, uh, the, the dumb drum team put together, uh, uh, your own, like creation. That's like out of your own brains. Like, I would love to see that. Um, but I also understand the um, that there's something really awesome in like making things as easy as possible. And so by taking being able to parody something, it's like that makes it really easy. All you have to do is find a movie that you already love um, and probably know all the words to and just act it out yourself. And it, and it makes it easy. So it's like. For me, I always thought of the Sweet Festival as like the, an entry, sort of like the Rogue Festival, where it's like mostly it's just giving the giving people the opportunity to m- create something, and it doesn't really matter what it is. It's just that 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 push that you might need uh, to get out and actually make something that you wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly right. And it's just the thing about that morning edition piece on NPR. It was more about the festival, and they really didn't delve into like why the festival exists. And, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. about like these people are creating movies and showing it on the screen and getting the community to make stuff, and that's great. But and I would counter to Michelle Gondry if he, if he was in front of me right now and be like, "No, sir, I think you missed the point of yeah. Sweet Fest, and that it is that we want to get people interested in making stuff." And in Fresno, you know, that there, you know, we wanted to kind of help nurture that film community. And we always thought like this is the perfect way to get your foot in the door of like getting behind a camera, running like a cat, a crew to go and shoot stuff, hoping that down the road, you know, you go and create something original. And right. I, we have seen the growth. We have seen people, you know, be, jump from Sweet Fest to go and work on other productions and do stuff and just be involved in the community. And I think that has, it's exactly what what uh, uh, what 
uh, Beef Hunter was about and exactly what uh, Michelle Gondry's mission was. But, you know, that story was kind of limited to, like, these guys making movies. <laughs> so right, I think that right, right. Like, so, so, so you're blaming the media again. Good job. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Lazy but, yeah, media. Uh, so Michelle Gondry will be our special guest uh, at the <laughs> yeah. November 17th. We're going to hit him with yeah. a watermelon on stage. Surprise, guys. I'm bringing in straight from Skype Michelle Gondry. He's been listening in this whole time. He, here he <laughs> Michelle, would you like to tell Hello. him? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. That's my uh, horrible French accent. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the, the story of Sweet Fest. So yeah, November 17th, we just encourage people to come on out. And if you want to make one last uh, Sweet Fest entry, you have until... Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, I saw something on Twitter or X or whatever the hell you want to call it these <laughs> days. You said something like, oh, I guess I'll never be in a Swede. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you got five weeks left. I don't man. know, but that's it. like a, man, five weeks. That's just uh, not enough time for me to figure anything out. Yeah. Really. One day. <laughs> A year, you've had a year and five weeks. <laughs> I've had 15 years. <laughs> years. And five weeks. Well, that's right. We've had 15. <laughs> so, don't yeah. make something. I, I, I consider I, the last 15 years a failure yeah. on our part. <laughs> well, I, I am one of those uh, people that can only get things done when there's a deadline. So, uh, about the last week or so, that might be five, 15 years, the end of a 15 year deadline, I might be able to pull something <laughs> off. Yeah, get the family involved, get everyone involved. Well, and I, um, I'm uh, ready to go the minute someone else like, uh, puts all the whatever. <laughs> oh, if someone goes like, hey, I have this all ready to go. All you got to do is show up. Somebody and, has a casting uh, call. Uh, you know, for jump around. Speed. I'm ready to go. Josh is there. So. Yeah. Well, good to know. <laughs> um, it, it, so we want to talk to you about a bunch of stuff, not just Sweet Festival stuff, because this is uh, Fresno and you guys are uh, Fresnans with some some knowledge, I feel like. Um, so uh, let's jump into that, Mike. Is, does that sound good? I, it, it does. Uh, okay. Well, I, I want to talk about what um, Heroes uh, oh, comics, yeah. Heroes um, comics having to, yeah. quote unquote, having yeah. to close. And sad news, I got that email that Tuesday morning from Dave over there, and it was just like, you know, I just started, like, starting up a saver again there and started trying to get back into comics. I always oh, felt like during the pandemic. You had just started a saver again? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what happened. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I went in there and talked to him, and he's just like, you know, business during the pandemic was, like, actually, it was better than ever. Yeah, and it was booming. Months ago. And um, so it was kind of shocking to see that news, but then he did mention, you know, the whole the whole problem with the, the building there. And he's been trying to get that parking. He told me that he was trying to get that parking lot fixed since, you know, he opened the store, that location. And they finally, all of a sudden, you know, start, they decided to fix it this year uh-huh. after, all the, you know, everything. So um, he thought it was kind of suspect. And obviously he has his feelings about what's going on there. And it's just, it sucks because he's been such an institution. I mean, personally, yeah. I've been going there since, you know, he was at an original location over there. And it's like, yeah, yeah. old Circuit City uh, building. Yeah. Or so uh, it's it sucks. And, you know, I was just in there yesterday and he seemed really down. It just sucks. Yeah. This, you know, when the walls are cleared out already. Like oh, everything. Oh, really? Like it's bare in there. Everyone just kind of came in once they made that announcement to like 50 percent off. And there's a lot of back issues. But like and I, you know. 
as I was leaving yesterday, he's like, well, we'll be here for another three months. And I guess, you know, mainly it's just going to be weekly comics for people. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. It's going to be, it's going to be. He's no, he's not plans on like trying to find a, a different spot. Did he mention that or? Yeah, he did mention that. I mean, in his little email, uh, his thing that he put out, his statement, he did say that he was going to see what happens and maybe look. But I, I think, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like that dude's been working there. Like, that dude is yeah. always there. He deserves yeah. some time off. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, in in the, the post that he put out, he, he talked about, you know, that he has uh, grandkids that he wants to go see yeah. and there's stuff that he wants to do. So, I think, I think it was like one of those. Like I'm thinking about retiring, but I'm also a kind of person who um, I, I probably going to work till I die um, just because, you know, those people exist. And I think, you know, especially if it's something that you're really into. Um, and so I think that this whole thing with the, the landlord was sort of the, you know, an excuse in a way to be like, well, this is the perfect time for me to step away from it now because um, I'm not, you know, I can't survive a 70% rent increase or whatever it was over, over the three years or whatever. So, and then I think, you know, think about like having to, and he's already done this once in his career, but having to move your shop and suddenly, you know, reset and tell everyone where you're at and make sure that people, you know, and then being able to find a store that has, you know, all of the things that you want, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, that's probably just at this point in his career, not worth it, you know? Yeah. After, you know, however, whatever, 61 years, 62 years old, however old he is. Yeah. I mean, the real estate market is just kind of weird, crazy here in Fresno, too. So I, I selfishly, I'd like to think like he's going to take some time off and then he's like, I'm back, baby. Yeah. I'm here to sell comics, but I'm over here now. It's going to be a smaller version of what we had there. It'll be, you know, so, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, if he, uh, yeah, if you could do that, uh, if you're listening, um, but like, and like not be like, cause he's like, you were saying he's there like seven days a week, like all yeah. day from like open to close. And, uh, I mean, he had people helping here and there, but like he was still around all day. So maybe just like, um, like a, a Tuesday through s- Saturday kind of uh, yeah. week. And I don't know. Uh, that's just well, us being selfish, I guess, because we want it to be around. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's an institution. It was the original. I mean, I'm sure there was like Bruce's Bookorama. There was like sure. comics. There's other been other comic book stores, but I don't know. Like I, for me, like growing up, like that was the guy I always went to. His, his shop was always kind of in order and clean. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, and it seemed like he sur- he sort of he was there, and and when comic books were like a thing and you could buy comics at, you know, the, the bookstores when they had bookstores, you know, B. Daldner, whoever, like you could buy comics kind of everywhere. Um, and then, you know, it became this whole thing and then it kind of died out and he's, it, it feels like he was the one kind of holding it down during that time where there wasn't really anyone else. Um, you know, when a lot of the other comic book shops that you're talking about just disappeared, he was still there. He was still there. He was still there. And, um, and now there's a bunch of comic book shops, you know, I don't know, but you know, there are several. And so, yeah, it just feels like that, that kind of like knowledge and, and experience base and whatever, like losing that's just a big hit for people who are really into the comic scene. 
Yeah, and I think that's going to be the difference of like going to go buy you know music at like a Tower Records or or SBS versus going to buy music at Target. You know, I think right, that's right. The comic book stores here now is that you know the other franchise they're just franchises of a bigger comic book conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just not the same. I mean, you know, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's all I'm sure it's nostalgia on my part too. I've been going there for since I was like ten. So. Uh, but it's just it doesn't give the same vibe. And I'm sure, you know, there's kids going to these newer ones and they're going to be like, this is my comic book store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah, like, it just sucks. Yeah. Well, and it's uh, particularly terrible in that like a 50 percent or 70 percent rent increase seems insane for someone who has been there for. 20 plus years and would probably be there another 20 plus years you know and so to me that just it smacks of like a greediness that i that i don't like and you know and i guess if you can get it you know more power to you uh, you know whatever um but that's it sucks that someone who has had a successful small business uh, for a long time is essentially being, you know, pushed out because someone else thinks they can make more money on, you know, whatever. Now, who knows what ends up there? Maybe something awesome That's will it. be there. And the, I would have said, uh, like, oh, that was a great. Uh, I automatically would have said hero. Starbucks, but yeah. there's one on the other side of 41 already, unless they want to close that one and take over that spot but because it's got because it's an old bank hustler the hustler no, uh, super no, the hustler <laughs> super warehouse across from the hustler that yeah there's that starbucks but <laughs> like that it has it's an old bank so it has that old drive-through deposit oh, yeah, yeah. window so i'm assuming it's zoned for a drive-through so it's i mean it's gonna be something fast food or coffee yeah well, the moment they they knock the heroes building down and they build an IKEA, people are going to be like, "Why the fuck didn't we knock heroes yeah, down?" Why, 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 yeah. there's no more. <laughs> but and there's all there's a like an empty lot across like uh between there and forty one, right? It's like yeah. So like, why is it? I it's just bizarre how like an a lot can sit there on Shaw and forty one forever and never be built on like what's right. like, well and you never know i mean it could be one of those situations where like you know maybe somebody knows information that we don't so maybe that lot is now going to be something big and so the owner of of uh you know the landlord is like once that lot goes in my you know it's going to skyrocket so i need to fix it up to be ready for yeah. blah 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 you know so it could be something like that too or you know yeah. who knows or maybe he got some money from the government to do whatever yeah and does that whole blackstone corridor thing like uh go all the way out to that to where maybe he gets money from blackstone Corridor? i don't know how that's working maybe oh the, yeah yeah but yeah r.i.p heroes we still got three months so i would uh go buy so some get, get down there yeah. yeah maybe i can uh flesh out my gi joe uh collection there you go now's <laughs> your chance pack issues yeah. are 50 percent off Now's my now's my chance. I did spend some time. I read them all online, but uh, I read uh, the entire like original run of GI Joe comics um, over a period of however long. It was it was pretty fun. Not as good as I remember them when I was uh, you know <laughs> however old. It's still good. GI Joe doesn't hold up. All right. 
Are you Cobra? Also, uh, Are you G.I. Joe trivia. Just let me give you some G.I. Joe trivia. Uh, Storm Shadow uh, of G.I. Joe, famous uh, whatever, from Fresno. Canon in the book. Oh, wow. is that right? There you go. I didn't know. Wow. Yeah, it's true. Look it up. And I think it's issue 27 or something. They say blah, blah, blah from Fresno. Japanese kid. Very cool. I'm from Fresno, Ace. All right, there you go. All right, Josh. I think uh, we need to take a music break and process process the okay. Sweet Fest closing and Heroes closing. I know and, uh, well, this could say. this could be a bummer episode yeah, for people. Yeah, I have to try and let's <laughs> uh, play a song <laughs> that's not a bummer. This is definitely not a bummer. Well, it, actually, I say that <laughs> it might be a bummer depending on who you are. Uh, so this is, uh, the band is called Cosmic Space Bunnies. Um, 11, I think she's 12, 12 year old guitarist and her dad. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so this song is called, and this is why I think it might be a bummer for some people. The song is called, Yes, You're Old, Get Over It. I don't want to brush my hair. Why do you even care? It's not like we're going anywhere. That's not cool, man. Uh, I'm right here. Sorry yeah. about your taxes. <laughs> yeah, man. These taxes are killing me. Uh, yeah. The taxes. So there it is. Property taxes. The Cosmic Space Money. They have an EP coming out in October. Um, I think it's like, I want to say maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe early October, October 6th, something like that. Uh, so depending on when you're uh, listening to this, it might be available. You should check it out fun like uh high energy stuff like that definitely from a uh younger perspective so um and then the the band is out and playing around you can see them uh in fact they just played heroes speaking of had an event uh i don't know the end september 30 that saturday and and, uh yeah and they it was um 
I can't remember what the, but it was a fundraiser of some sort. Uh, and so it, were you out, did you go out to that? I did. I accidentally uh, uh, came across it. I was there for my comics and I saw there was all these cosplayers and a yeah. full size DeLorean time machine. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So they had this whole event and Cosmic Space Money's played and uh, some other brands. So, yeah. Randy's Donuts. I know Brian lived in L.A. Um, I, I'm just curious to know if you guys like, is this cool that Randy's Donuts is coming to Fresno because uh, it's an outside chain and or is it isn't your it's not cool because it's going to close, probably close some local donut shop. Like, is it cool that Fresno's getting Randy's Donuts? Well, I'll say this. The one that's going in on, what is it, like Palm and Bullard? Yeah. Uh, it's like going into some, I don't know, it used to be a furniture store. It's like a it, vacant building. So it's, it's not dis- yeah. displacing anything. But it's only going to be cool if there's the giant donut. If yeah, there's right. no giant donut, I'm sorry, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. There's not going to be a donut. There can't be a giant donut, right? Well, that's the whole. That's the like their whole thing is that donut, that iconic donut. And if they just like open up a shop with like Ryan saying with just like a sign in front, Randy's Donuts, it's just going to look like any other donut shop. Where Where is it at again? The for, the one at Bullard and Palma is going, I believe, in the one hour Martinizing. Oh, there's more than one. Yeah. The one hour Martinizing building. And then uh, the one on there's one across from Fresno State in that little Red Wave Inn shopping strip. I'm just because I'm just wondering, like, I'm sure there are some sort of uh, uh, codes that you have to be followed, uh, you know, signage, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So that that donut because there's an apartment complex behind that one hour. Mark. I don't know if they can have a big donut. Like you look outside your patio and your apartment and there's a big ass donut, but I don't know. That's part of living in the city too. It's like yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like that's good. In the story that Bethany Clough did said, they said that they mentioned that they were, they were working to see to get the donuts in there, but it all depends. Of course they're going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're working on that. But I honestly don't think that it's going to like, I think the mom and pop shops here in town, like they're still going to be fine. I think it, the people that are going to go to Randy's Donuts are going to be the same people that go to like I think Krispy Kreme or none of yeah. the other like major mainstream right. donateries. Donor, I don't know what you call them. Uh, probably going to suffer more than the mom pops because right. yeah. I don't suspect that people that go to like you know Best Boy Donuts on McKinley and and first are going to be all of a sudden be like let's go to Randy's. Let's donuts. go to Randy's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like the uh, the uh, donut culture in Fresno is very like you go to the place either that's near you or uh, to the place that you know and love and have been going forever. You know, so it's like if you're a Judy's donut person, that's your place or, you know, um, and so you're right. I think it's, you know, I don't think that's going to have a huge impact on but. I recommend a, a documentary. Can I give you a quick recommendation called the Donut King documentary? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the Cambodian uh, guy in LA that spread his donut empire and it, it, re- it reached Fresno and they talk about all the donut shops and he helped set up with Cambodian refugees. With Okay. The- That's a really awesome thing. Cause I've always wondered um, about these places and like, you know, uh, a lot of them owned by Southeast Asians and yeah. it's like, how I don't like, there has to be a story there. So that's yeah, cool. King uh, documentary. I think it might be, or it was on Hulu, but you can at least look on YouTube and check out the trailer. I recommend it. Great story. And uh, yeah, 
you get to get a little insight. There's a quick couple of quick shots of the Fresno Christie's Donuts in there and some other donuts. Okay. Shop he helped open up here in the valley. What? Uh, and we can go around. Uh, favorite donuts. Uh, whoever wants to start favorite donut shop. The Judy's. Uh, is is Judy's like a local chain? Because it seems like there's several Judy's, yeah. isn't there? I believe I think so. It's local. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like the one on uh, uh, um, Shields and West, I believe that's Judy's, right? Like I used to go to that when I mm-hmm. lived over there, but all the time. And then there's one at uh, Herndon and West that I go to, and it is good. And then the fancy donuts over on Bullard. If you want something fun, like the fun donuts, I got all the stuff on them. The Portland influenced mm-hmm. donuts, uh, mm-hmm. fancy right. over at Bullard yep. and, and West. What's I don't know what, what's going on. Three West, the, three donut shops on West Avenue for some reason. But yeah, yeah. I don't eat donuts very often, but uh, usually whenever they're in the office, I really don't look at <laughs> where they're from. So I'd be the one to ask about them. If they're there and they're free, those will be my favorite. Right. Right. Okay. I would say I'm also a fan of Judy's Donuts, specifically the one okay. on Herndon and West, mm-hmm. uh, because that's, there's another one on West, by the way. Yeah, um, it's all West. <laughs> but but for the reasons you cited, uh, Josh, that it was the nearest donut shop mm-hmm. <laughs> by my house growing up. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I have a similar, I don't even know if they're particularly good donuts, but I think it's called the Donut Hole. It's like on R Street in Tulare uh, downtown. Um, and, uh, it, it just, ha- it was the one that was closest when I was at work. And so we, if we went to get donuts, it was just, that's where people usually brought them in from. Um, but I've had many Judy's donuts and uh, that I also enjoy. So the, the most iconic to me though, in town is still, because you can still glimpse a little bit of the old Winchell's at Blackstone and, uh, Shields. That uh, yeah. it's, I think it's Fresno Donut, maybe, and it's still got that little twenty-four hour sign. You can still see that it was a Winchell's, you know, and that's yeah. like the only remnants I know of that you can in town that you can see. Like, oh, that used to be a Winchell's, and I, I, and I, th- I feel like, yeah, I've done many a like two in the morning <laughs> stops in that place a few times. Donut, so, right. yeah. So yeah, those are always convenient to have a <laughs> two o'clock. Uh, donut place yeah yeah it's very interesting uh so uh i have i have friends who live in uh santa rosa and so when we go up there or we go to the the east bay or to san francisco the bay you know like uh donut places are like like a thing in a way that i don't necessarily feel like we have in Fresno or maybe we do. And I just don't go there. Um, but like a hip, like a hip kind of like, Ooh, we're going to go get donuts. And then they'll have like, you know, I don't know the cronuts or whatever the new thing is. I don't know. Is there a new cronuts is really old, but whatever Portland chain. Uh, what is it? What are they called? Yeah. Voodoo. Yeah. That those bastards started all that. Right. Yeah. Or yeah, um, but I uh, yeah, I love a good donut. <laughs> uh, I love one like yeah. It's October. Old fashioned for me. Yeah, I Just don't the like the I don't huh? like the glaze yeah. like the Krispy Kreme donuts. 
don't do anything for me. I just like the straight cake donut with some icing on it, and I'm that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a standard chocolate bar. I like. The oh, chocolate okay. Bar. Yeah. yeah. I. I really like the stupid the the Simpsons donut like the <laughs> with the sprinkles just the normal like the cake with the pink icing and the that's that's what I want. So yeah. too much pomp and circumstance for me. <laughs> right, just right. Give just me give, me, donut. give me the cake. Good old bit. Yeah, um, right, that makes sense. All right, the, sorry, it's, Oct- it's October, Josh. What? What? Yes. Everyone, what does October, the beginning of October, mean for Fresno? It's, Fair. Yeah, it's big. Oh. It's also yeah, big, it's big, and I it's all and it's big as well. It's big. It's, it's big. the big, 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 big. Is it three bigs? I can't remember. Big, big, big. Fair. I you <laughs> isn't that in your AP style book, Josh? Uh, it might be big, actually, big, or it'll be in Fresno. not the AP, but it'll be in the Fresno <laughs> Fresno B style book. Yeah. If that exists somewhere, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I haven't looked at it in a, in a long time. Uh, but I do believe for the Fresno, it's just the capital big Fresno fair. You have to capitalize the because I always wonder yeah. about that. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's that, the I, season right now, right? Because I mean, Carruthers Fair is that still going on? Yeah, uh, I think it might maybe just done, just was this week, uh, you know, the last weekend. Um, but it is. Yeah, the Cantaloupe Roundup's going on in Fireball today. Is the last day there. Yeah, and now we got the uh, the big Fresno Fair coming up. Yeah, so this is it's fair season. I think. Uh, but there's already done the yeah. the state fairs or whatever, or the county fairs um, start. I think they start in like May, and then they kind of just run through. And Fresno Fair is there's two actually now, but Fresno Fair I think is the last one of the California county fairs, um, <laughs> the latest in the season. So. Once it's done, we're through until next year. What's uh, did, Josh? Do you know of anything new that I need to check out at the fair? Have you or have you done the new? Actually, I haven't um, gotten. I haven't delved into it too terribly um, this year yet. I'll probably do that this week. I would think uh, probably in the next couple of days. Um, so I I can't really say. I'm sure there is. I think uh, they're doing the the beer tasting thing again, I believe, uh, which mm-hmm. has been kind of a new thing. Um, I think they're bringing in the food trucks again, which is sort of uh, something that they've been doing. Um, there's bound to be new food items, although I haven't, you know, again, I haven't reached out to, to find out about that. Something new to be fried. There's yeah, um, so I'm sure there's fried. something crazy on that end that that they're doing. Um, horse races uh, will be happening, I'm sure. Uh, you know, the music uh, thing. It, what's interesting, I was just looking at the um, the sort of schedules today. So the uh, Paul Paul Theater has all their concerts that are coming. Um, but then, you know, they have those various stages around. Yeah. And there's local people playing uh, on those, uh, you know, depending on what day you're going. So um, you can see some cool local bands playing there, too. So, yeah. The the uh, uh, underrated uh, fair thing, Josh, give me something Under- underrated at the fair. Rated. I feel like the um, the the museum is underrated. Like I feel maybe people enough people Fresno don't go County to the museum. Museum like, or the, the museum. Fresno Fair Museum. 
Yeah, I feel like the Fair Museum is awesome. And all those uh, cool uh, signs and whatnot that are there, I think that's people should people should go check that stuff out. Rocky, your favorite thing or underrated thing at the fair? Oh, Rocky's on mute. You got to get unmuted. Oh. I don't know what happened. I think, uh, I know it's kind of under, I don't know why, but I like the gem, the gem and mineral place. Oh, the gem and mineral. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's crazy to see these kids get super excited about cracking open <laughs> those, uh, things that they sell there. What do they call it? Geodes. 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 So, uh, it's cool. It's old school and it's like tactile. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun to walk through there and see the kids get super excited about rocks. <laughs> it's the rock. Yeah. I totally remember being all about rocks and I'd get my little sack of rocks and I'd like yeah. have a sack of rocks that I'd walk around with for how long. Yeah. Or defense. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Throw them at people. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what underrated or favorite, uh, favorite thing at the fair? Uh, I mean, I would have said the museum, but uh, that's been taken already. So I'll go with uh, the agricultural section. I yeah. like the gigantic pumpkins and uh, different uh, fruits and vegetables. That's I enjoy that a lot. I think if the you museum's amazing too. I uh, to Brian's point, I think uh, if you haven't like spent some time looking at at both the animals and the other, like it's pretty awesome. Like I remember last year, year before, I went and I looked at all the birds, and they have like the million types of chickens or whatever and and roosters and like it's awesome they got some like crazy looking like so i think that's uh, it's worth it too don't just like look at the cows and be like oh cows <laughs> go through the whole thing <laughs> see all the and all also the yeah crazy giant pumpkins and the whatever else they have uh, various fruits and we are the the agricultural capital of the world mm-hmm. so yeah, I, you know. I like how the, it's got the different sections for each of the cities in mm-hmm. the county and like mm-hmm. what, what they uh, represent or what they most produce in that region. Uh, that's pretty neat. There's a lot of uh, good stuff at the fair that sort of just, and maybe not, but like gets overlooked. You know, that people just like, I'm, I've seen that a bunch of times. I've been in the building and seen like, oh, I'll sell my Kingsbury, like whatever. And I don't think I ever really have paid attention to it enough to like, if you wanted to know right now, like what Kingsburg, I know that Selma does raisins. That's about it. You know, like I think this all just goes back to the song, the music break of us getting old. Uh, I think as a kid, you don't appreciate that stuff. But now as old folks, we're like, yes, let's go check out the geo. Yeah, let's go see the rocks (laughs) and the giant pumpkins. I want to get on some rides like I could possibly not survive. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and, and you know. But yeah, I think as now as we get older, like now some of this stuff is a little more interesting. But maybe it's just because it's because the fair food gives us indigestion now. (laughs) Right. Uh, I gotta go in here and walk this off. Hold on. (laughs) You kids go over here. Here's some tickets. Go go get on the the turtle the 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 whatever wheel. Go have some fun. I'm going tilt the wheel. I'm gonna go walk walk around in the commerce building for a while. Do you guys have any um? like tips and tricks for for people who are going to the fair in terms of like uh you know having been there a long time and and gone tips or tricks for 
don't know, parking times a day to go, any any kind of like don't eat, you know, don't eat, thing don't that, eat before you go. That that's my number one tip. Like, you know, like uh, gear up. You're like, I'm not gonna eat this morning or night before. I'm gonna just get ready and like throw all my calories into my fair visit. into yeah into two items. Yeah, yeah. three items. You could probably. I bet you could get a full day's worth of calories. Oh. Yeah, and one stand, in, you could get a full stand. You think one? You yeah. think one item? <laughs> I mean, depending, that's true. So you probably roll. can't do what? Yeah, yeah. You're done. You're like, I'm yeah, out of giant corn dog. I'm, I'm done for the day. I'm sure they have a deep fried cheesecake stick or something that's like, you yeah. know, 4,000 calories like or whatever. 2,500 at least. Yeah. And then you just wash it down with like two or three, five beers. You'll be fine. <laughs> You're having a great day. Uh, here's the thing. Have we gotten over? So I remember as a child when uh, you would talk about the fair and it was always like, oh, don't go at night. It's so dangerous. You're going to get knifed or you're going to get like whatever. Um, I don't feel like I hear that anymore. We uh, did the fair like go through a some sort of like re uh, rebranding in terms of like their. I know there's always like a lot of police there, but. Or am I misremembering things? Because I'm from Kingsburg, no, and it's it's definitely the same stigma of just like don't go downtown, and it was like don't go to the fair because you're gonna yeah. get yeah. But you know, I think after over time, and there hasn't been any major incidents, and you know, so I don't know. I I, I do remember that too of just people being scared to go to the fair. Uh, but I think they did a good job of cracking down on that, and and uh, I don't I, I don't feel that threat. I'm yeah, cool. I never. Yeah, I don't feel unsafe at all when I have been to the fair recently. But just just stay by uh, Graciela Moreno's booth, and, and, and you'll, you'll, be, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be safe. Nobody's gonna yeah. mess mess around. Her security <laughs> team will protect you too. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Hard. <laughs> or the giant, uh, the uh, Jerry Dyer robot. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean statue. Protect me, giant. Jerry Dyer, robot, protect me. Robot. Like you can kneel down. Robot and... statue. <laughs> if, if that became a sentient, like, <laughs> defender oh, of man. Fresno, uh, I might, I, it would probably, I'd be okay with it. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, good. Don't, don't, they, uh, don't they give that well. statue AI capabilities. Who knows what will happen. Right, right. Yeah, it'd be a um, uh, Balder. What's his name? Bald Paco Balderrama versus uh, <laughs> versus <laughs> Robot Dyer. <laughs> now, so if now all we're... the statues in Fresno came to life. Who, which statue could uh, fight Jerry Dyer's statue? Oh. What would the um, matchup be? It's the and the horse one at the yeah, yeah the horse the one party. that's in the some dude's backyard. Right? Yeah, yeah. The horse, the, the David of the, Sassoon. David yeah. of Sassoon. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's giant. He's got a sword. Yeah. He's yeah. got weapon. Uh, yeah. I want to say that's probably. I feel like uh, Courthouse Park has something that would. Right. I mean, isn't there something in Courthouse Park that would. That could battle. Uh, King Jr. The, the boy with the shoe, the leaky boot. <laughs> the boy with the leaky boot <laughs> could throw a shoe at him. <laughs> like, ah, oh, that's wet. Hey, kid. That's all, all <laughs> wet now. <laughs> <laughs> the washer, the washerwoman could like throw some. I think they would have to like team oh, yeah. up, like all of them they would could have rust, to team they up. They could rust them. Like, like, if they had yeah, like, like quick rusting capabilities, maybe that was like their superpowers. Like when they throw water on you, it rusts you really quick. And you're like, ah. 
I mean, we're that making a, a Swede, horror, right? Is this, are we making a, a Swede right now, guys? In Fresno oh, just got up and started. <laughs> are we making around. a Swede uh, right now? Is this what it's Ghost, like to make a Ghostbuster Swede? Ghostbuster 2 style. Yeah. We I just came it. up with your Swede, guys. So go ahead, please. There you go. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Swede it. <laughs> the Ghostbusters 2 with the David of Sassoon yeah. statue. Downtown Fresno. Ghostbusters it, was it Ghostbusters 2 when they did the... the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm remembering it right. Yeah. What else, Mike? Um, what else do we got in here for uh, the uh, great month I think of October? Octo- October Taco Truck Throwdown, right? Is that? That's. Oh, yeah. Happening? Taco Truck Throwdown is happening. Uh, I go with. Uh, who's playing? Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Dog, Dog Pound. And uh, that Mexican OT, who apparently is. Uh, uh, like a breakout. He's gonna be big. So yeah. He's a rapper uh, from Texas, and uh, he's all the rage with the the children. So I feel like Taco Truck Dodan has done a good job. They do a really good job of like of that, which is like fi- putting together lineups for these things that are just um interesting for people or like kind of kind of understanding their audience and who's going to be there and, and what they might want to uh to see and it's different you know it definitely is a different crowd uh and i don't mean this a good bad way or the other but then the original sort of taco truck throwdowns that happened uh you know during the baseball games um yeah and so i think they've done a pretty good job of like cultivating that that the, well, it's the like uh, they had to do something because I mean it's a it's a a truck throwdown every week. There's like ten different places to go see a, a, a well right taco right, right. trucks or just truck food trucks in general. It's like you know it's not the uniqueness that it used to have in the beginning. You know? Do you do you think? And this is out there for everyone. Do you think that Fresno taco Fresno food truck scene as it is would exist or would be what it is without the taco truck <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of uh, I mean that definitely helped bring it to the mainstream right I think that made it kind of okay for like for uh, uh, some non-traditional white white people yes <laughs> north of shaw you can say that that's fine i like the trucks have existed for a very long time but yes to organize something like that and i think this is what they did very well with mike's done very well with it it's like you know you get now you get so many different you know it used to be like okay 10 million taco trucks like okay how do you you know stall tacos after a yeah, while like yeah. you know so this is just kind of cool about it is like now there's like British tasty cakes. What are those called? Uh, yeah. So there's kind of all kinds of random stuff that you would never try. And obviously it's all started in LA. It kind of came over here that just kind of exploded. So, um, right. Right. And, uh, but I think it's, it's, it's awesome because he just gives people options. And, and I think that's great. And, you know, I don't, is it's just taco trucks and the taco truck throwdown. There's no other non. Yeah. At the taco truck throwdown, it's just the taco trucks. Yeah. Um, and, they and sometimes they'll have, you know, they'll have trucks that like, do different kinds of ta- like not the sort of traditional uh taco but for the most part it's it is you know the the ta- straight up taco truck yeah um, no, so. i think it's been a platform for people that maybe never thought about opening a business all of a sudden like maybe it's a little more accessible yeah. 
play. Yeah. I think that's what's pretty cool. Obviously, there's a bunch of rules and there was a lot of hurdles of like, how do you even like get this off the ground? And sure. I think the city of Fresno has done a good job of like, I would expect because there's so many that it's easy enough to where, you know, we see, I feel like every other week there's a new food truck popping up and there's an article in the B about some new food truck. So obviously that hurdle must be, you know, a little bit easier than it was previously. So I think a lot of that does have to do with, you know, with Mike's done over there with the uh, taco truck throwdown. I think that's cool. More options yeah. better. Yeah. Well, and I also think that it's it's it 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 did something where you know there are places like La Elegante or uh, El Premio Mayor or other places that have been around for like a long time and really were and uh, people knew if you knew you knew about it, but they weren't like places that everybody would you know want to go to, and so Taco Truck Throwdown sort of brought it into the mainstream, you know the newspaper was writing about these places that like had been there forever, but probably weren't going to get a lot of, you know, attention otherwise. And suddenly, you know, they're, they're kind of everywhere. So it did in that respect kind of like opened up this, the, the whole idea that like, yeah, man, there are food trucks everywhere. Just open your eyes um, and, and then go to them. So. Yeah. I think the food scene is what it is, right? Like that's what really was goes, you know, talk about the, taco trucks or the trucks have been one part of it but i think now especially with social media we we hear more about these kind of things these spots you know restaurants i don't know like maybe was it what was it like in the 90s like in the 80s before the age of the internet how do you find out about restaurants you know things just open people go it's just word of mouth and now it's just like you can you know instantly get feedback on on yelp or whatever about a a location or a truck and then go from there and uh, i think it's the the landscape has kind of changed and I think, uh, that's what they, they did a good job of kind of taking advantage of that. And, and, you know, it gives more people opportunities to go open their business and, you know, follow your dreams of like opening up, a uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Rick and Mortar. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know I've still missed my dusty buns. Yeah. Oh, I know. Man. Yeah. Joe's food truck, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll happen sooner or later. Yeah. So I can't go anywhere and get a sloppy Joe, and and I would really like that. Ooh, Anyone please hmm. sloppy Joe something uh, where I can some, get a, some know. good sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe food truck sounds just like an amazing, amazing. That would be such an easy, fun thing to do. Yeah, someone should should run with that. Speaking of, I noticed uh, that uh, through sort of CMAX's social media, but. Uh, there's the I don't know what what it's called that Kyle does New Food Fridays something like that where you, yeah. some of y'all go out to to uh, a place that you haven't been to and oh, yeah, uh, Kyle mostly in downtown it's pretty cool pretty cool uh, little thing uh, is that something that like I've I only see it like through uh, I don't know Instagram or whatever but is that something that's like out there for people to look at. Uh, yeah, just go uh, follow Kyle Lowe on uh, TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. And yeah, it's just sort of a fun thing uh, he started doing with uh, some of the CMAX staff on Friday. Uh, Fridays for lunch, we like to go peruse different downtown eateries. Not always downtown, sometimes Tower, uh, sometimes Southeast, Southwest Fresno. And uh, we just started filming them. And yeah, it's a short little one two minute long video series 
but yeah, it's always a place that one of us in the group has not been hasn't to. Hasn't been to. It's and, cool because I've yeah. seen uh, several and a lot of them are places that like I have seen and just haven't been into because like whatever. Um, and so it's great because a lot of times I, I it's places that like, ah, I really want to know about that place. I should go in there and I just don't for whatever reason. Uh, and so it's cool that, uh, you know, to have to have that out there for people. And uh, who might be interested and think, oh, now I, I should go try it because, you know, they said it was good, bad or otherwise. Yeah, Kyle's just always filming. If you know Kyle Lowe or you've seen him around, he's always got a camera in his hand. He's always recording. And so it just uh, turned it into a little series. <laughs> he, he is a prolific uh, vlogger. Yeah. He'll probably That's have what we a need. Swede, huh? Need more, uh, like more vlogs. Like he's had Swedes before, right? Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Kyle helps us out quite a bit with uh, Swede Fest. So yeah. yeah, for sure, couldn't do without him. Nope. I, I, is that why? Is that's why you're ending? Because Kyle doesn't want to do anymore, and that's what's going on here. <laughs> Kyle, he's like, I'm out. It's all guys. his fault. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't uh, help you this year, and you're like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Kyle's oh. always going to be wanting to shoot stuff, so it, it's the uh, he's the one that would probably be like, "I'm doing right. it by myself." <laughs> he's like, I'm taking it over. <laughs> like, we'll keep it going. Yeah. All right, Josh. I think that's time. That's the cue. That's it, huh? Yeah. All right. I, no, that I mean, this was this was great. Um, we are going to plug it up. Plug it up. Plug so it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Who who knows okay. that reference? What that's from? Uh, we got two filmmakers here. <laughs> Uh, is it Kerry? Uh, it is from Kerry. Uh, That's where I got it from. I got it from the crow. <laughs> I was like, from the crow. Cause they, and the crow, the, like, that little gang of guys, they, that at one point they go, fire it up. They all get to it and they're like, going, fire it up, fire it yeah. up. That's what I always, always thought it was. That's actually a much better reference than the carry reference that I took it from, which is not good at all. Took it from the same reference. That's why it is bad. That's weird. This is their angle on this, but okay. (laughs) All right, Uh, Josh. So that being said, no. Let's let's uh, let the guests uh, uh, plug. Obviously, Sweet Fest, uh, but anything else that you guys have uh, either that you're working on or you want to recommend or a- anything, go, go feel free. Yeah, no, we got Sweet Fest, obviously, coming up on November 17th, Friday at the Tower Theater. It's free. It's all ages. Please come on out and help us uh, send it off in a grand gesture over here at the Tower Theater. We want to make sure we're back in the Tower. So, uh, yeah, uh, come and join us if you can. It's free all ages. You have until November 6th to submit. So start working on creating a movie with your family and friends and then come see a premiere on the big screen here in Fresno. So, yeah. And what day of the week is that? Uh, the, the deadline is on a Monday okay. and the day of the event is November 17th, Friday. It's on a Friday. So that's good. And, uh, that's, this is a free event. Yes. Um, and what time is the, what, the, what time does it, it start? The, uh, doors open at six 30 and film start at 7 PM. All right. There you go. So put it in your calendars right now. And it's just uh, like a walk-in kind of thing or. I I saw you guys are taking reservation uh, not reservations but like uh if you you're just yeah RSVPs yeah. is it best to be RSVP or do you need to Yeah you don't need to 
Uh, it's just open seating, but RSVP gives us an idea of how many folks to expect. But yeah, just come on out either way. Walk on in. Uh, anything. So obviously Sweet Fest, but what else? What else uh, do you guys, uh, I know both of you do other things. So uh, anything else you want to promote, plug, talk about? I'll plug my day job at CMAC, the Community Media Access Collaborative. If uh, you want to learn how to make your own podcast or video series or talk show, whatever it is, whatever kind of media project, you can come and uh, we have professional equipment and studios that you can utilize and classes where we teach you how to do all that. Uh, We're in the old Fresno Met building downtown fresno come check us out and that is a membership based thing right you pay a certain amount um per per month or year or whatever and and can kind of uh use and and collaborate in whatever way you need yep yeah we have some programs that you don't need to be a member to participate in but uh if you want to check out equipment or use the facility you would be a member fifty dollars a year for individuals or just twenty five dollars a year for students that's great. And that's it's one of those things where it is well worth it, especially if like you're just getting into things and you maybe don't like you have some equipment, but you don't have everything that you might need. Um, it's nice because you can go there and you guys are going to have like, you know, cameras that are, you know, equivalent to the things you need, the sound equipment, um, you know, things mixing and master mixing, you know, the, the, the post production kind of stuff, all of it in one place. Yeah, Which is yeah, we yeah. We like to think we got everything somebody would need for any kind of media project and yeah, it's just a great place to get your feet wet and learn if that's something you've always wanted to kind of dip your feet into. And then also uh, yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. doing a live flowing with famous at CMAC during art hop. Ooh. <laughs> I'm in we for that. We did Let's make that happen. We the uh uh Years ago, years ago, we did do that in that building, but it wasn't CMAC yet. It was still the the Met, and we did the record an episode uh, episode inside the Met while it was uh, during our hop, or it was during an event there. I, I assume it was yeah, our yeah. hop, but um, we did do that once. I should oh, also wow. say uh, the thing I uh, use CMAC for is. Um, you broadcast, uh, I don't know, all of or or most of like the city. And uh, do you do county stuff or just city meetings? So the city council meeting and uh, various meetings get uh, uploaded and, and shown either live or uh, afterwards on CMAC. Yeah, city of Fresno, city of Clovis, all the councils and boards and commissions. Uh, we do work with the county, but the county actually has their own channels. Oh, that's and, right. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Platform. Okay. Yeah. But but yeah, we're the ones behind the controls. But yeah, that's a whole other aspect to CMAC is uh, the television channels. We manage three television channels and uh, all those channels are streaming online as well. So you can like download the free CMAC app on pretty much every platform that's out there. And you could also watch this podcast on oh. the CMAC app and on, on the CMAC channels as well. There you go. Um, and it's just a great thing. I, you know, being able to watch, especially some of the more, the more like, um, you know, planning commission meeting or something that like, you know, uh, it's nice to have that out there and I'll use it a lot of times cause there are some archives for things too. 
um, that you can go back and, and look at and, and kind of get a sense of what people are talking about. So very cool. All right, Rocky, what else do you got going on that you want people to know about? I have nothing else going on. So just That's go to okay. get see more information on the event and go to dumbdrum.com. You can see all our entries and past videos that we've done there. And uh, we'll see what we got going on down the road. We definitely have some some cool stuff that we're working on for next year. So okay. Sweet Fest might be going away, but Dumb Drum will be here to stay. And I, and I would assume that when that happens, then you guys will, will get an email that says, hey, we want to be on the podcast. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. expect that. That might happen. All right, Mike, you want to go? All right. Uh, just uh, go uh, read uh, or subscribe to fresnofresno.substack.com, which is the is the is is where bloggers are hanging out at, on Substack yeah. now. It's it's like the it's like the early 2000s over there on All Substack. Over so I. Oh, you got oh, muted again. You got muted. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I did write. I wanted to ask you Substack. So, can I? I did write something on Substack about heroes on there, and I'll, I'll oh. go throw it on there. Or Medium, oh, yeah. I did it on Medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a Medium, uh, Mediums, yeah, yeah, good too. I'll I'll follow you guys, and maybe I'll, I'll throw some stuff up on there. there That'd be go. great. Um, yeah, if, yeah. If you want to, if you want to be uh, blogging, Substack or Medium is a is the are the two places to be right now. So. Yeah. Um, Go to Heroes before they close. Oh, also. yeah. Get out the Heroes. One last, one last plug. Uh, Josh, what are you doing? Uh, Everything, man. No. Uh, so I have my day job at the Fresno Bee, FresnoBee.com uh, for uh, the local news types. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this show is kind of taken from stuff uh, reported on at the B. So uh, you should check it out. And then I have a Sunday night radio show on New Rock 104.1. It's the homegrown show. And that's all local music from the Central Valley. Uh, so it's new stuff usually. And then uh, rock stuff mostly and interviews and different things like that. I also have a newsletter because, uh, like you said, that is what you do as a blogger type. It is called Band Geek. That is at Substack. And um, you can find that. Just search my name, search Band Geek. And that's all Fresno music-related stuff. So I do some history stuff. Uh, I'll do interviews, although I haven't done any of those for a while. Um the you know the at the beginning of each month I'll do a concerts list that has as much as uh, uh as much as I can find of, of concert events that are happening for the month, um so a lot of stuff there that's at substack.com backslash band geek or however they do it there but uh you can find band it. geek um, with four e's dot substack dot com yeah there you go there's a bunch of e's in there uh and then all my various musical identities are out there as well so it'll grow back as the punk band uh new old man is the solo kind of indie rock project the downwinders uh, another indie rock kind of project i play guitar in and i think that's probably it um and yeah that oh and then great day i do a spot on uh kmph every friday that's like five things to do for the weekend. And then I go on and, um, you know, they treat me like I know what I'm talking about. It's really fun. <laughs> there it is. All right. Uh, the Fresnan on social media, Joshua T yeah. on social media. 
what about you guys social medias what's the i can uh, i hit me on twitter brody mess okay. still keeping the same moniker okay brody uh, okay. yeah twitter brian just X. my name brian harley uh, okay. Also, Swedefest is on all the social medias too. Oh yeah, so follow us there. Very good, very good. Uh, and then, of course, CMAC is it uh, CMAC dot org? Is it a uh, dot? Org? It's CMAC dot TV. Dot TV. There you go. Cool. All right. Uh, if that is it, then I'll just count us back out. Count down. I don't know. I'm not counting down. Out. I don't know. Five, four, three, two, one. Boom! <laughs>